Hello, and thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle. I'm your host, Andy Brenton. Each week, you will hear practical and engaging tips and strategies in order to live your absolute best life as a Christian. So let's begin with today's portion of Practical Christian Living. It was during World War II that a U.S. Marine was separated from his unit on the Pacific Island. The fighting had been intense, and in the smoke and in the crossfire, he had lost touch with his company. All alone in the jungle, he could hear the enemy soldiers coming in his direction. Scrambling for cover, he found his way up a high ridge, and several small caves in the rock were there. Quickly, he crawled inside one of those caves. And although safe for the moment, he realized that once the enemy soldiers looking for him swept up that ridge, they would quickly search all these caves and he would be killed. And so as he's waiting, he begins to pray, Lord, if it be your will, please protect me. Whatever your will, whatever it may be, I love you and I trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. After praying, he laid quietly, listening to the enemy, begin to draw closer and closer. And he thought to himself, I guess the Lord is not going to help me out of this one. And as he's lying there worrying about what's going to happen, he sees a spider begin to build a web over the front of his cave. And as he watched, he's listening to the enemy searching for him. All the while, the spider just continues to build layer after layer, strand after strand across the opening of this cave. And he says to himself, God, I need a brick wall, not a spider web. So as the enemy draws closer, he watched from the darkness of his hideout, and he could see them in the distance, searching one cave after another. And as they came, he got ready to make his last stand. But to his amazement, after glancing at the direction of his cave, they moved on. And suddenly he realized that with the spider and the web that it just made over the face of that cave, it seemed to appear that no one had entered into it. And so he prayed to the Lord, Lord, forgive me. I had forgotten that in you, a spider's web can be much stronger than a brick wall. You see, Proverbs 19 and verse 2 says, Desire without knowledge is not good. How much more will hasty feet miss the way? In other words, impatience is going to get us in trouble. It's frustrating when we're in a hurry, and God doesn't seem to be. However, the truth of it is that God is never in a hurry. The Bible says that a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day to God. And so one of the most useless things to try to do is to try to speed God up in our lives. When we try to take matters into our own hands and help God out, our impatience is likely to get us in trouble. When the ancient Israelites were in Egypt, they faced huge hardships. They were slaves. They were forced to do hard labor. They had no hope for a better life. And so what did they do? Well, Exodus chapter 2 and verse 23 tells us that they cried out unto God. And the Lord answered. He remembered his covenant people and sent Moses to help free them. And through Moses, the Lord brought signs and wonders, plagues and miracles. Pharaoh, though, hardened his heart for a long time. But after the terrible plagues, he finally let the Israelites go. But even then, after they were freed, the Israelites' troubles were not over. They faced trial after trial, problem after problem. And throughout it all, the Lord tried over and over to teach one simple lesson. If you trust in me, you will be delivered. Sometimes when our circumstances are less than desirable, 
and we're waiting to be delivered from them. We are forced into God's waiting room. When that happens, it can be very tempting for us to start trying to figure out things, trying to figure out how God would handle this, and we try to do God's work in our own way. But the Bible tells us to trust in God's timing. Psalm 37, 7-8 tells us to rest in the Lord. Wait patiently for Him to act. Don't fret, don't worry, because that only leads to harm. Resting can be an act of faith. It means that you're waiting on God, you're trusting in God. When Jesus and his disciples were in a boat that was caught up in a big storm, what did Jesus do? Jesus just slept through all the ruckus, the waves, the storm, the pounding. And his disciples, well, they were fretting. They were worried. In fact, when they woke him up to ask him, why are you sleeping? How can you be sleeping through this? He, in simplicity, responded, do you think that God is going to let this boat sink with me in it? You see, by sleeping through the storm, Jesus was saying that we can trust God even in the middle of our storms. When we get into a storm, we tend to lie awake all night and we fret about it. And that fretting or that worrying makes us miserable. What that indicates is that we're not living by faith. We're consumed with the problem. We're consumed with the worry and not the one who can actually deliver us from it. You see, the Lord has the power to deliver us from our challenges and our problems that we face in this life. Our challenges in this life will never surprise him. For one, there's nothing new under the sun. Secondly, his son, our Savior, has faced all that we will ever face and much more. And he stands at the right hand of God with understanding. He understands our weaknesses, our trials, our circumstances. He understands we need God. And we need God in those moments. There's not a problem that is too big or too small for God to deliver us from. However, God does have many different ways of delivering us. And sometimes they may not be what we expect. It may be that we need to soften our hearts, open our eyes, open our ears, and see what God is trying to instruct us in. It may mean that we need to apply godly wisdom and make better choices Use the proper judgment and discernment in the decisions that we are making through these circumstances and trials. We know the afflictions and the trials and the circumstances that are less than desirable should be strengthening our faith. It may mean that we need to enlist the help of other people. God sometimes uses other people in our difficult circumstances to help us come out of them, and we need to be less prideful and more reliant on how God uses people in our lives. It may mean that I need to give help to other people. Maybe I'm holding things to myself and I'm not willing to share. Maybe there's someone out there that has a greater need than I do, and God is trying to get me to see that so that I can see a lesser view of my own problems and recognize that I'm not alone in this. It may mean that we just need to turn it over to God. We are to have faith and we are to have trust in Him and His ways, not our own. And we should never grow impatient with God and try to put Him on our timetable because God's timing is always perfect. Once again, I want to thank you for listening to Pursuing the Pinnacle, subscribing to it, and sharing it with all those that you love. As always, it is my prayer that God be with you and that you seek Him and obey Him in all things. Until next time, God bless. God bless.